back in the 80s, everybody went to the water park during the summer. And one summer, my family and I went to the water park. And I did something to my cousin that I still don't know whether or not he's forgiven me for. And I'm going to tell you all about it. Hey, what's up? My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son, Season 2, Episode 5. Um, I hope y'all had a, a great last couple of weeks. Um, just getting back into the swing of things, so not uh, not ready, I guess, to do it every week, but we'll see what happens when... Um, when I get there or not, but, um, I hope that, uh, everything's been cool with y'all, and that, uh, you had a good Mother's Day, um, and, uh, spent some time with your moms, your baby mama, or whatever, uh, we, you know, if you've listened before, you kind of know that, um, Mother's Day is one of those, uh, milestone dates for us we kind of or at least I did anyways kind of uh, laid out a few days in my head that I knew were kind of have the potential to be you know tougher days and um, since since we lost my since we lost my wife and my kids mom and Mother's Day you know obviously is one of those and um we went and spent some time up in Duluth for the for the day. We got the hell out of town. We kind of, you know, knew we didn't want to be here. We didn't want to have to entertain or, you know, have people over and and make Mother's Day be a sad day. But we wanted to get out of here and go do something fun. And what we ended up doing was we went to Duluth, which was uh, a special place um, for, for my wife, and, um, so we, that's what we did, and it was cool, um, I'd like to go back when it's a little bit warmer, because I know it's like May, but it's still a little bit chilly in Duluth, and if you've ever been to Duluth, or if you've never been to Duluth, um, you should, you should go, but definitely go when it's warmer, because it's, uh, it was you know, it would have been cool if it hadn't been cold because it was kind of shitty out and um, cold and you didn't really want to be outside for too long. And really, Duluth is about being outside. So, um, we got that one behind us. Um, as far as, you know, what we got going on, uh, summer's coming up and so kids get out of school uh, next Friday and, uh, we plan on taking off and going to Montana for a week and uh, spend some time with uh, with my side of the family. My brother wants to, and my nephew wants to go out, so that'll be cool. Um, 
but uh, um, that's the start of the summer, and we'll see what happens. I, you know, uh, Chloe's going to Portland in July at some point, and you know, with uh, to spend time with our auntie, her mom's sister. And, uh, she'd mentioned COVID, so the kids are getting their first COVID shot on Friday. I'll get my second one on Saturday. Um, and then, uh, whatever. I guess, uh, we'll be the, the test monkeys. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, Montana's always been, like, a special place for me, and, you know, I was born in Billings, Montana. Um, my family lives in Billings and in Malta. Um, my brother lives in Harlem. Harlem, I think it is. It's just outside of Billings. Not Har- I don't know what the hell it's called, but well, that's where he lives. My nephews live in um, Bozeman. I got Indian family all over the freaking state. Uh, for Fort, Fort Belknap, or, yeah, Fort Belknap, and, uh, Rocky Boy, um, so, yeah, we're gonna go out there, and, uh, see what's up, uh, and then come back, and it'll be summertime, so we'll see what, you know, what that brings for the kids, um, I don't know, what do you guys got going on for the summer, you know, like, for me growing up, you know, I would spend a week in Montana at Christmas because we moved away from um, Montana when I was in the first grade the second time. And uh, then Colorado when I was in the fourth and then moved to Minnesota when I was a junior. Uh, and then my, my family all moved away. Um, I went to Colorado for a little bit came back to Minnesota but you know going to Montana was always a Christmas thing and a summer thing for me and um always a lot of crazy stuff you know like growing up firecrackers weren't legal uh in Colorado but you could get them in Montana so I spent the summer blowing up a lot of things um one year um my cousin Larry and I um my dad bought like a big brick of black cats. And so my cousin Larry and I were blowing up everything, putting firecrackers in models and putting firecrackers in the dirt and watching the dirt fly. And then we got, once we got bored of blowing things up, um, we started to make uh, space, space shuttles. And like, we would like cut them out on paper, make the all of the like basically a replica of the of a freaking space shuttle and uh, the rockets that went underneath the space underneath the space shuttle if you ever if you're old enough to remember what the space shuttle looked like when it launched we basically did that same thing and then um we took all of the powder out of the inside of a black cat and shoved it in those the little tubes underneath the space shuttle and then we captured freaking grasshoppers and we were shoving grasshoppers in the space shuttle and then launching them and um a lot of cat uh 
a lot of grasshoppers um, died an ungrasshopper life burning up in a space shuttle. Um, and then one summer, um, that same cousin and I and my family, we went to um, Glacier National Park. And uh, we were, when we went out there, we stopped at like one of those, you know, there's a lot of tourist stuff. Glacier's like a less populated Yellowstone. If you've ever been to Yellowstone, um, Glacier is just as pretty as Yellowstone. You don't have the Grand Tetons, but there's a lot of, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, um, we did, they, so they have a lot of touristy things there and everything. And so we rented a cabin on some lake in Glacier. I don't even know where, cause I was just a little kid, uh, probably 12 or 13. And my cousin Larry and my cousin Jan were there. And then, uh, Jan brought her friend Katie with, and, uh, we picked on Katie like relentlessly that whole trip and you know as a father now thinking back I was like I would have hated that I would have not wanted to know that 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 my daughter got picked on for the whole trip but yeah she did um years later I made out with her when I was like 18 because you know that's what you do when you're 18 is you make out with people and so um yeah, I might have been 19, I don't know, but I was old enough to be that Mac Daddy. Um, so we went rent to this cabin, and anybody who who knows me knows that um, my stepdad is a snorer. They all have snoring stories about my stepdad, and everybody in the cabin was ready to make my stepdad sleep outside. And I remember my cousin Larry was especially wanted him to sleep outside. He was not having it at all. He was like, oh my God, I can't believe he's snoring so loud. And putting like covering his head with a pillow. But there's no covering your head with a pillow when my when my dad is, was snoring because he was loud. Um, and then we they had like a roller skating night there. And so we were all going to do the roller skating night. But during that day, we were going to go to like this water park that's in Glacier. And so um, we're getting ready to go to the water park. And my cousin Larry realizes that he's like, oh, man, I don't have a swimsuit. And I was like, well, I got an extra one. And it really wasn't a swimsuit. It was like some Bermuda shorts because like in the 80s, everybody wore Bermuda shorts. And if you don't know like what Bermuda shorts are, Bermuda shorts were like the long um, Hawaiian shirt type shorts and uh, he didn't have have any and I had these like purple ones that were just shorts they weren't swim trunks and I was like well you can borrow these and he's like okay cool and so we go to this water park and uh, um, it's kind of chilly because it's windy and, and you know we're in the mountains so uh, I don't know who decided to put a water park up in the mountains but it was it was kind of chilly, but so we would do a water slide. And then when we'd come down the water slide, there was like this hot tub at the bottom of the water slide. So we'd sl- do the slide and then come down and warm up in the water, in the hot tub. And so it's like, you know, my parents were going to come pick us up at like four or five or whatever it was, but it's like, you know, like noon or whatever. And we, you know, go down a slide, jump in the hot tub 
and we're like chilling in the hot tub and my cousin Larry was like let's go let's go let's go uh, the whole day he's like let's do this let's do that you know he was like all about water slides and everything but I was cold so I was like nah let's chill and um he's like okay let's go let's go do a slide and we were he like gets up to get out of the hot tub and I'm like hold on a second and I reached up and I grabbed the back pocket of uh of of his of of my shorts and he keeps going and I'm staying there and so what happens is the Bermuda shorts rip and I'm not kidding you his entire ass was exposed like butt crack you could see his entire butt bottom of butt top of butt all of butt and uh I was like oh shit and I didn't say anything right away and so like this is probably happening in like milliseconds I'm like oh man if I tell him our day is over and we basically go sit down for five hours and he has a towel around him but I was like I gambled and I was like okay cool let's go and we're starting to walk up the hill and I'm seeing his ass and I'm like start to like laugh and uh I'm like oh no and he like turns around and he catches me in like mid laugh and I'm like oh shit and he's like uh, what are you laughing about and I'm like oh nothing nothing I was just thinking about a joke and uh so that whole sequence of events probably happens like four or five times. And Happy Friday, Little Whiskey Friday, um, happens like four or five times. And but I don't say anything. Um, we hang out, do water slide, and all of that stuff. And uh, it's fun, and it's happening, and I'm getting away with it. And I'm thinking, this is awesome. So it comes, you know, towards the end of the day and, you know, we're all like hanging out and, you know, like most, I think most 12 or 13 year old young boys in the eighties, I don't know if kids are this way now or not, but we were like, you know, of course in the girls and Larry starts talking, my cousin with the butthole hanging out, starts talking to these chicks and I'm like about 15 feet away and I see all of it happened and he's like talking to him trying to be a little mac daddy or whatever and then he looks at them he looks at like both of them and then he turns around and reaches around with his hand and feels his bare butt and then he looks like i don't know how he knew where i was but he looked like directly at me after he touched touched his bare ass and he was so pissed at me i didn't I didn't think he was ever going to talk to me. And we still had to go roller skating. Um, But he did. And it was cool. And he forgave me. And uh, now it's, uh, I suppose, one of those stories that uh, you tell every time you've had a few. And uh, it was okay. Um... Let's see what else. And then one year, we did do the um, Yellowstone trip through the Grand Tetons. And then down, we went and we stayed in Dubois, Wyoming. And there's like, if you've you've ever been to Wyoming, Wyoming is like 
I'm, you know, I've never been to like Rocky Mountains or the, yeah, the Rocky Mountains of Wyoming. So like in my head, when I think of Wyoming, I think of like a Clint Eastwood Western movie where, you know, it's really dry. There's a lot of red rocks and tumbleweed and shit like that. And, um, Dubois is kind of like that. Um, and we went, we went through there. We had three wheelers. We did like this three wheeler thing in Dubois and then, uh, back down to Colorado. But, uh, yeah. So summer's in Montana. Christmas is in Montana. And so we're going to go back and do that again. Uh, um, in a week or a week and a half and uh, hopefully it's cool um, I don't know what do you guys what do y'all got uh, planned for the summer what are your regular things I don't know our our summer is pretty much wide open so um, if you want us to come hang out um, just give me a holler <laughs> and uh We'll come see ya. I don't know. Who knows? You never know. I might win that Mega Millions tonight. And, uh, um, and be able to travel the world for the rest of my life. You know, um, there's this one movie called Nobody's Fool. And, uh, with, uh, Paul Newman. And one time, uh, I went, went on a date with, well, it was my, my girlfriend at the time. And we went and saw that movie. And I just remember the whole time that movie was happening, I was thinking, man, this dude is straight up my dad, my real dad. Um, his like whole stick on the movie was he bought a lottery ticket every day or whatever. And um, kept saying how he was, you know, he was going to win it someday. And that is literally every phone conversation that I've had with my dad for the last 50 years. 49, I'll be 50 in June, so almost 50 years. Uh, but I've only been talking on the phone, though, for probably 40 years. So we'll just say the last 40 years. Uh, my dad would always say, I'm going to win the lottery and then... You're going to come live with that, uh, blah, blah, blah. Kels. Like, he used to always say where he's going to build a town. Uh, houses for everybody in that little town. And uh, I tell my kids that now, too. But uh, the difference is, is my dad is never going to win the lottery. And I am. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I kind of feel good about it, but... but uh, um, I don't know. He's old enough now that if he wanted his money, would almost be my money anyways. But, uh, that's all I got. You know, I'm, you know, part of the reason why this is taking me so long is, you know, just to get another episode out there is, You know, for a while, uh, talking has always been something that I've been good at. And, you know, telling old stories has always been something that I'm good at. You know, and I always thought that was kind of cool because 
it was old school, you know, it was like tradition, you know, it was an oral history, but it's just been a little bit harder to, you know, to tell stories, especially, you know, happy stories lately, and I don't know, you know, I don't know enough about, about, you know, the way the brain works to even explain that, and there's probably people out there that could, you know, could fucking, you know, say that, you know, what's going on, but I, I don't get it, you know, I mean, you know, I look at, I, I went and I, like, separated a whole bunch of my old pictures, and, uh, for me, anyways, I look at them, and I see three different, I mean, I suppose, you know, three different me's, and three different potentials of me, I see, you know, like, pictures of me before, you know, before I was, like, five years old, and I see that little kid, and I see what my life was like before a specific event, you know, and then, you know, something happened, and my mom and dad got a divorce, and, uh, then there's a different me, and I was okay with that, you know what I mean, it's like, I saw me, my pictures from about five years old, you know, on, I looked at my pre-five-year-old pictures as you know, that's one kid, that's one person, or that's one persona, or whatever you want to call it, and my life could have been, I could have been a different person, had, you know, my parents not had their stuff, and then, you know, and then, you know, I look at pictures prior to, you know, my wife dying, and I look at pictures of my kids, in myself, and I see this potential of a, of a specific life, and, uh, you know, who we were going to be, and the perception of who you were going to be, and, you know, I had fucking full intentions of my wife and I growing old together, and, you know, I was like, just, re- you know, like recently, I was like, dang, we're gonna be empty nesters in six years, and then we're gonna have to, you know, be with just each other, and, you know, and if you're a parent, you kind of know how that works, is you have kids, and then your life is completely consumed with raising children, and then, uh, you know, and that's the way it's been for the last 19 years, and then, you know, you know, when she passed away, then there's a different potential of what life is going to be, and so, yeah, I kind of look at myself in, in pictures anyways, as three different people, you know, the pre-figuring out that fucking love and life doesn't always work out the way that you want it to work out, um, as far as, you know, being with somebody and loving somebody and, 
not finding somebody else. Um, there's those pictures that are that predate that type of thinking, and then there's you know a lot of pictures of figuring it out, and then you know figuring. You know, what most people probably think about life is life is going to be, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have kids, I'm going to have grandkids, my wife and I are going to grow old together, you know, and then there's, you know, that, that set of pictures, which is, I suppose, what most people actually live, and then, um, there's the, you know, the pictures that have ta- that we've taken since January, where I'm not gonna grow old with anybody. I don't think, anyways. Um, and uh, I don't know. I look back and I'm fucking like I mean it's January let's see February March April May we're four months out so I guess it's new so I I guess the things that I'm thinking and the things that I'm seeing I suppose are not abnormal but it's gonna it's gonna be fine and we're gonna figure it out but it's not what I expected, you know, and I get a little pissed about that, I get pissed about being a kid who could have grown up a certain way and had certain expectations of life, and then, uh, some shit goes down with my parents and fucking life is completely turned upside down. And then, you know, you put all the pieces together and you figure out it's not all that bad and life goes on and you get it figured out again. And then shit gets fucked up again and you got to fucking pick up the pieces and figure it out. And... I know that I'm in the figuring it out stage still, but I'm going to figure it out. We're all going to figure it out. And that's the fucking kicker about this thing is it's not just my story anymore. And, you know, I've got three children that are figuring this shit out. They're in the same place I was when I was. They're in a similar place that I was when I was three years old or four years old and trying to figure out, you know, that life isn't Sesame Street and perfect and shit and they get like the extreme of it though you know I'm almost 50 years old trying to figure it out with a almost 50 years of life experience trying to figure it out my kids are like 12 15 and 19 trying to figure that shit out and that's some heavy shit um but you know, one of the things that 
like we said, like from the beginning, or what I said from the beginning is, is, I was like, don't let this define you, and don't let this be the reason for you to fail, you know, let this be, I mean, I like literally said this, um, minutes after they took April out of our house, and my kids were, you know, fresh in it, all of us were fresh in it, and I said, don't let this define you, let this be a reason for you to succeed, and, and really, that's what it's all about, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of shit, and a lot of people go through a lot of stuff that's harder than what we've gone through, and, and, and granted, you know, this is different than this is harder than what a lot of people go through and I understand that but I also understand that there's a lot of people in this world that have gone through a lot of harder shit than we have and I'm not gonna take that for for granted I know that there's been people that have had it harder and they succeeded and that's what we're gonna do and so you know life is crazy and you just make it what you gotta make it and don't let don't let it beat you down because it, it will and I'm not gonna let it and hopefully my kids don't let it and I for sure hope that y'all don't let it uh, but anyways um, you know going forward going to Montana in a week and my hope, and my hope with this whole podcast thing has been that I would be able to eventually have a lot of the people that share a lot, that I've had a lot of these stories with and on and have them tell the same story from like their perspective or me tell the story as they're here and then jump in with whatever memories they have of the story and just see where it goes. And so hopefully next week I'll be able to get a couple of really good ones in and be able to release those over the next you know month or whatever but uh um you know if you want to reach me uh you can always text me if you know my number if you don't know my number then you can always email me at native son 1971 at gmail that's n-a-t-i-v-e-s-o-n-1971 at gmail.com you can, you know, find me on um, Facebook, JC Kelsey, uh, Instagram, Native Sun Seventy One. I think I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, you know, shoot me a message. Let me know what you think. If you have any ideas for me, what you want me to, you know, if I if you have any questions about something, or if you have a story idea for me just hit me up um but yeah that's it you know i love y'all for listening i'm so thankful for you and uh, that's all i got my name is jc and this has been life and times of a native son peace i'm out